Hey family, welcome to the Recalibrate podcast. It's your host Esther Glory and this is a new episode. Hi guys and welcome to this week's podcast episode. Um, I am excited to be back here. We have been having the most phenomenal conversations um, and so we're going to dive into this week's topic which is about the spirit of faith, the spirit of faith and we're going to have a very candid conversation about what it looks like to be filled with the spirit of faith. Um, we've been speaking about living a life of faith and we are going knee deep. Um, we are going in fully um, when it comes to talking about faith and how that looks in our lives as believers, right? Um, and I've been really loving like studying and looking into what we the conversations that we've been having week to week um, about faith and living a life of faith and how we make that faith um how we make faith really the center of our of our spiritual walk and, and journey with God so um or as believers should I say so yeah we're going to be talking about the spirit of faith today if you haven't yet go and check out some of the previous episodes I'm not even saying this because this is me I genuinely believe what God gave me to share in all of these episodes are genuinely life-changing and hearing your encouraging words and your feedback on these episodes and how you're implementing the things that we're sharing and the conversations that we're having um is very um, key to a, a key testimony of what God has been sharing and how impactful it is um, in a positive way um, of course so um, yeah go back and have a listen um, and make sure that you continue to plug into these um, to these episodes because they're only going up from here um, so yeah um, let's have this week's conversation we're going to start off with the random musing and the random musing of my heart for this week's episode is you are graced for this you are graced for this you um, if you are new here then the random musing is something I've been thinking about throughout the week or a skill I'm trying to master or something along those lines literally a random musing um, or something that's I've, that's been on my mind um, that I feel like really can encourage you all um, and I've been thinking about this this week just because the symptoms or the the um the indicators are the same doesn't necessarily mean um, that you are not equipped for this um, one of the reasons why that came to me is in the last few weeks um, I've been experiencing tiredness and fatigue and symptoms that resemble burnout but the only difference is is that there's a peace and there's a grace to continue um, even in my physical body that I don't usually have when I'm experiencing burnout. Now, I, I have been very irresponsible in the past and allowing myself to work, literally a workaholic, working until I burn out um, and not prioritizing rest as much as I prioritize productivity, but realizing that um, my mentor said it to me at towards the end of last year to redefine what productivity means because productivity includes rest because rest is so important for productivity right um and so I spent a lot of the end of last year the last half of last year really redefining what productivity meant and realizing that rest was a key component that I had been locking away and not um doing as often and so my product my definition of productivity had been really skewed because it was void of rest right um so in the last few weeks I started to experience the symptoms I had experienced with burnout um but then I realized that I wasn't burnt out. I wasn't tired, like I was tired physically, mentally, emotionally. There was a lot of fatigue on different fronts, but I realized that it was because I was at a bigger capacity 
um, in terms of responsibility, in terms of work, in terms of different things that I was doing, even my spiritual education and things, courses I'm on, like everything altogether was a lot more in terms of responsibility. And my capabilities had stretched um, because I was graced for these particular things. And what I realized is that I may be tired, but the things that I'm engaging in, I'm actually responsible for. Because before I would lean into false levels of responsibility and be responsible or feel responsible for things that I had no responsibility over um, or in right um, and so now that I am in the right places and I'm responsible for the things that are mine and I have the right ownership of responsibility you can still be tired even though you're graced for this <laughs> you can still feel a level of um, this is a lot even though there is grace to accomplish and to navigate these things that you are responsible for right and so just because I started to feel the symptoms, I did realize that I needed to rest more, but it was because I had more responsibilities. So my rest for my and my responsibilities have to be equal. The rest of last season cannot handle the responsibilities of this season. And so when I share this with you, I'm saying that you're graced for this, but also measure and evaluate what you are graced for, your responsibilities, and how rest plays into that. Otherwise, you will label these level of responsibilities as the same as the last level of responsibilities, even though they are not the same. So I easily could have been like, oh, I, I need to stop doing this, or I need to cut something out. And it's like, no, you actually don't need to cut something out. You just need to rest more and schedule rest that you don't cross off. Um, and I think I spoke about this in last week's episode or the week before, where I basically spoke about um, not breaking promises or vows that you've made to God or to yourself um, and making sure that the vows that you make to yourself um, are in line with God's complete view of you as well. Um, and so even even in this, I've had to say to myself that when I need to move something around or reschedule something, the first thing I do is cross off things that I've promised myself I would do. Um, and I have, I am coming out of that behavior um, and allowing myself to keep promises to myself. And I would rather reschedule something with someone else that's not of as high priority as my rest and my well-being, right? So, um, I say all of this to say you are graced for this, but measure and evaluate what that means and what that looks like for every season so that you are not misinterpreting or wrongly labeling something um, because of what you know in a, in a past or previous season or previous definition or dynamic that you've had before. But this is encourage this is the encouragement to you you are graced for this and once you're in the stride of just because you're purposed for this you're called for this you god has said that this is for for you does not necessarily mean that every waking day is going to be breezy and easy um we pray to advance into that but it doesn't initially begin off like that, especially as you are being educated and you're growing and you're developing in that. So there is grace for this, but you must find it. You must reach deep for it. Um, because just because you're graced for this does not mean that it will always be easy or you won't be tired, but don't wrongly label something. You are graced for this. You are graced for this, um, especially the, the things that you are responsible for and the things that God has called you to walk in in his will for this time you are graced for this. And if you feel like at any point 
um, there isn't grace for something, there isn't instruction for something, you don't feel like this is what God is calling you to, or you are consistently experiencing burnout, it, it could be one of many things. It could be that you are stewarding wrong, something God has rightfully placed in your care, or it could mean that this is actually isn't for you. Um, and so you are burning out as a result of this not being in God's will for you for this moment and time. Um, so do evaluate the things that you were responsible for, that you have ownership of or stewardship over. Do examine them according to God's will for your life in this time. But um, also don't mislabel something that God actually wants for you just because um it's not as easy as you thought it would be, right? Um, but you are graced for this. You are graced for the things that God has placed in your care. Um, so that's the random musing of my heart for this week's episode. Let us dive in. So I'm going to introduce um, the, the angle that I'm going to take on the spirit of faith. Um, and I'm going to start off in um, a scripture that I read that triggered my thought on the spirit of faith, right? Um, so um, I was reading uh, 2 Corinthians. So one thing that I've um, found really helpful in my uh, study life more recently um, has been when God gives me a scripture to read, right? Because listen to me, moving from entrepreneur lifestyle where you manage your time to corporate nine to five is a doozy. It's a lot. It's a lot, lot. It's a much, much, you know what I'm saying? Um, but one of the things that I've found is because I'm my time management is generally really, really good. Um, so it's not been a time management issue of like, oh, I'm not able to get anything done. Um, but it's just been a discipline issue because I have to share my time for a lot of my time, if that makes sense. So I don't have complete jurisdiction over my time. Um, so, yeah. What, one thing that I found has really helped me is when God gives me a strip scripture or lays a scripture on my heart and then I'm, I read through it and then I basically commune with God in essence and just ask him what he has to say concerning the scripture or what he's trying to share with me through it right um, and so recently um, the book of first and second Corinthians has been coming up a lot for me um, and just recontextualizing what was happening at that time where this scripture was written where Paul was Apostle Paul um, was writing this letter to at the time and things like that has made um, a great deal of sense to me um, in more recent times so anyway um, I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 4.13 um, in the amplified version um, and like kind of walk you through my thoughts to introduce this topic then we'll go into our three key principles right um, so 2 Corinthians 4.13 um, in the Amplified Version, if you see me looking down, if you're watching this on our YouTube page, uh, yes, you can watch this on our YouTube page. If you're listening in, you can watch it on YouTube at the Recalibrate Podcast. It will also be um, in the show notes, so you can just go there and click the link and it'll take you right to our videos. Um, 2 Corinthians 4.13 in the Amplified Version says, yet we have the same spirit of faith as he had who wrote in scripture, I believed, therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore, and we also speak. Um, and I'm going to kind of give you a quick rough context, uh, contextualization piece, piece on this scripture. Um, but yeah, if you see me looking down on YouTube, it's because I'm looking at um, the scripture that I'm reading out. Um, so basically in this scripture, this is 2 Corinthians 4, um, and I think 
uh, chapter one um, was basically Apostle Paul introducing this letter, right, that he's writing to the church in Corinth. Um, he speaks about um, his integrity as well as a minister of the gospel in that scripture as well. Um, in chapter two, he's speaking about reaffirming love among the brethren. He speaks about his relationship with the brethren, and he also speaks about um, them having love amongst themselves. In chapter three, he speaks about them being ministers of a new covenant. And so he speaks about like differentiating between the law and grace and how they manifest together and what the gospel now means and the good news of Jesus Christ and being believers in that. Um, and then in chapter four, he's speaking about his apostolic ministry. So um, he's basically speaking about martyrdom and he's speaking about how literally um, as they're sharing the faith, people are literally losing their lives for sharing the faith. And he's in this scripture, he's basically speaking about um, how that spirit of faith that um, I think it's the NLT version says, and we continue um, to to speak as the psalmist said, um, or amplified said as the, the scripture says, so what they would have had compiled as the scriptures, but as the psalmist said, um, I believe so I speak. So Apostle Paul is saying that that same spirit of faith that rested upon the psalmist who wrote that, um, we also have. And so because we believe, we continue to speak. And that began to open so many different folders and tabs in my brain um, and God began to really speak to me about what this spirit of faith means for us as believers and what it means to be able to adopt the spirit of faith or to to pray for and to be fully filled by the spirit of faith and how that belief can even change our personalities to be more bold and expressive about the the gospel that we believe in and so um, we are going to um dive into three key principles um, that I picked up from this scripture that I really feel like sharing with you all um, and uh, see where we go from there. So uh, principle number one is to pray for the spirit of faith, to pray for the spirit of faith. Um, this is the kind of faith that causes you to be bold um, in every circumstance, especially in sharing the gospel, because Apostle Paul was speaking about his apostolic ministry and them sharing the gospel and establishing churches. Um, and um, one of the things that I have prayed for and I always pray for is the boldness. I'm an introvert, as I've shared multiple times on this platform. Um, and so not by stamp or identity in Christ or whatever, but just by my mannerisms and personality types, I find that I'm more reserved in social settings and I recharge and refuel in times of solitude. Right. So um in that sometimes I can find that the boldness to to speak out the boldness to um share the gospel it's kind of like when I'm outside it's like social inter interactions are actually draining for me no matter how much I love someone I will always need time to refuel on my own right um and so social interactions are very very draining because I have to talk I have to um to to listen because I would rather not listen at all than pretend I'm listening I'm a very active listener um, and it's something I've worked on for a long time and I've put a lot of work into becoming better at and so in being an active listener that is also draining because I'm I'm listening processing information uh, and if necessary also manufacturing a response um, that is both considerate compassionate empathetic all of those kind of things right 
social interactions can be draining is what I'm saying um but one of for me personally but one of the things that I found is as I've grown and developed in faith and as I've prayed for the spirit of faith it's less uh, daunting or it takes less from me to be able to um, share the gospel and one of the things that I find is that as I'm sharing the gospel I become so overcome and, and uh, like there's a zeal or a passion or a boldness that begins to burn and as I'm sharing this gospel what was once hard becomes a bit easier because the things that I'm sharing are things that are inspired by the Holy Spirit right um, it's the same thing with when I'm preaching or teaching or even doing the podcast like when I'm sharing these things are coming from the Spirit of God and um God is ministering these things to me to share with you all right and so as I'm beginning to do that the pressure for it to be all me right is is lifted and there's this kind of like featherweight appearance um to approaching sharing the gospel um and sharing information and revelation about the gospel and so I think that is really important that in every circumstance we are overcome by the spirit of faith. And I think this is what it means when it says, and we're going to come to this in a later point, but in the Bible where it speaks about living by faith, walking by faith, doing everything by faith. I think this is what it means that the, literally the spirit of faith comes alive in every circumstance, in every scenario and everything that we do in our lives. Right. Um, and even on Sunday um, I went to church and um, the teaching was about th this whole sermon series for for the next few months. Next few months is about faith, and so um, or are about faith. Um, and I think this first instalment was about um, urgency, the urgency of, of of growing in our faith and sharing our faith right um, in the gospel. And it was preached um, by Evangelist Jay. And so I'm going to leave the link to that teaching um, in the description box and in the show notes. Um, so for you to go and have a listen to it was very very powerful and it brought back the the realization the wake-up call that there needs to be a stronger urgency on us sharing our faith right and I think that sometimes we're looking for the boldness within ourselves sometimes we're searching out for this level of passion burning and zeal um, and I'm going to come on to this in the second point but we're looking for that passion to be born in us but it cannot come from us because we, Ephesians 2, 8 to 9, we are saved by grace through faith, right? And so there is actually no way that this passion, zeal, boldness and burning for the things of God can come solely from our human spirit. And we need to come out of the pride and understanding. And this is something that really dealt with me, especially in the teaching on Sunday. But this is something that I was very much so dealt with. There's a pride that in my human strength, I can go out and preach the gospel. In my human strength, I can go out and live by faith but your human spirit will be crushed very easily by the very things that your faith is called to oppose and to stand against and to to um to proclaim right and so coming out of the pride of the of carnality and coming out of the pride of flesh and praying for the spirit of faith to be born in us to come alive in us is one of the things that can really help us to grow in our zeal to grow in our passion to grow even in the urgency that the, the world is waiting Romans 8 19 for the manifestation of the sun eagerly awaits the manifestation of the sons of God right those who will proclaim boldly like even in this scripture apostle Paul is literally talking about his apostolic ministry and how he is losing his fellow brothers and sisters in the faith 
because they are proclaiming their their um, faith. And he says that I am I am taking on the spirit of faith like the psalmist um, who said, because I believe I speak. Apostle Paul's only um, platform or stage um, for faith was that or, or for speaking his faith was that I believe. I speak because I believe his only reasoning, his only um, his only motive and intent was I believe. So I speak. It wasn't so that my pastor could notice that I'm teaching the gospel. I'm preaching the gospel. It wasn't so that this like Pharisee type um, approach that we take to things. It's not so that someone can snap me on Instagram or on Snapchat or on something and post or, or post me on a reel or whatever that they saw me preaching the gospel. This is not so that I can become televised on this or this is not so that I can have a, a podcast or a platform or this is not for a YouTube channel. This isn't for any of that, but this is for, and it's not to see those things as rewards. This that I'm doing is a method to sharing the gospel and to sharing what God is giving, but this is not the reward. Not only is my reward in heaven, but my reward is in my day-to-day -day living and my relationship with God. This is not to, and the reward is that people are being saved. People are being, people's lives are being transformed. People are being equipped for the lives that they're leading in their belief and in God. And so looking to towards God as the author and perfecter of my faith right and looking for my rewards in him not looking for my rewards in numbers or in stats or in who watches or who comments or who gives me feedback right the feedback that you give me isn't a stamp in honor of my identity but the 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 feedback that you give me is always a stamp on that this was God this was God. This was God's idea. This was God's dream for me. And I'm living it out. This was God's vision for me. And I'm living it out. Right. So um, I think that it's really important for us to pray for the spirit of faith and to broaden our horizon in understanding that we need that faith. We need to be able to believe so that we can share our belief. We need that um, ability to believe so that the passion the burning and the zeal to live a life of faith is coming from the spirit of faith and not from um and we are submitting to that spirit of faith not just doing everything out of our human spirit because it does not have the same strength and or power to help us navigate a life of faith that are that um the spirit of faith will has right and will give us um which leads me nicely into uh, principle number two with the idea that faith can be caught faith can be caught um I don't want to give away too much but in a course I'm doing at my church um uh the school of ministry right um one of the things that was being taught in one of our sessions about um pastoral ministry was the idea that um faith can be caught like there's some things that we are taught my mentor says it like this there are some things that can be taught but there are some elements of your faith right that are caught so what happens is there's a level of impartation which I personally believe in um the power of impartation right um I think that it has been mismanaged and it has also been its definitions have sometimes been skewed by people who either didn't have understanding or wanted to manipulate understanding people's understanding for their own benefit and their own agenda, right? 
But when impartation is done the right way from the right motives in the intent, I personally believe wholehearted in it, wholeheartedly in it. And because I am a product of impartation, there are imp there's impartation generationally by my parents. There is impartation um, from my spiritual leaders. There has been impartation through prayer, through laying on of hands for, for different reasons, right? And so I believe in impartation um, according to the book of Hebrews, right? I think it's Hebrews 6 or Hebrews 8. I always get it wrong, but I'll put it in the in the show notes. Um, and so being a product of impartation, right? I always think about the fact that people aren't to be idolized. Let's start there. Human beings should not be, nothing should be an idol, but definitely not human beings. Why? Because we were created in the image and likeness of God, but we also are human beings and so we have been we are flawed or we have flawed nature and because of that obviously we are we have been redeemed through Christ and stuff like that but that still does not make us perfect we have been made perfect with God but we are becoming perfect over the course of our lives is the complete truth not I didn't want to give you something incomplete um so obviously in our becoming I don't want to use the term obviously so in our becoming journey one of the things that can happen oftentimes is that we want something to worship. We want something to look to or to idolize, especially if it's outside of our experience. We either quickly reject it or we idolize it, right? And I think one of the things that we have to understand is that we aren't to idolize, right? We are not to idolize, but there is a level of humility um, and maturity that you get to where you can look at someone and it ignites something in you. You can watch someone, you can hear someone speak. So one of the things that I wanted to share was on Sunday when Evangelist Jay was preaching um, in the sermon that I, I will link in the description, um, as he was preaching, I realized that a new level of faith, and we spoke about this in, um, in Romans 117 a few episodes ago, um, but as he was speaking, faith became a, a new level of faith was born in me right and I don't believe it was just generic faith like faith for healing faith for the, faith for that or faith in God right I think it was faith in God that the spirit of faith would then burn a zeal or a passion to preach the gospel right and so I think that that faith was angled specifically, but there was a new level of faith born in me or a new dimensional realm, whatever Christianese word you want to label it with. But there was a new space, a new level, a new form of faith that was born in me as the sermon was being preached. Right. And so that to me was a level of impartation because he's an evangelist and because he is someone that shares the faith and speaks from a place in the spirit of faith. As he was speaking, faith was coming alive in the room, quite literally, and in me, right? And so one of the things that I think is really important to understand is that faith can be caught. You can be inspired by uh, in your faith by who you are around or who you are watching, not to idolize them, but to be ignited by their faith. Um, uh, one of my friends, I say, I say this all the time, um, my best friend, we can have a conversation and she'll be speaking to me about obedience to God, right? She is one of my role models in my faith when it comes to obedience to God and having faith that when I obey him, I will be rewarded. It may not necessarily look like what I am looking for, what I am 
is in my desire to happen but I will obey him because his blessings are always better and she's shown me time and time again even recently even yesterday I was praying for her and I remember this just thinking like everything that she is experiencing now there was an, a price to pay a sacrifice a place of obedience a place of putting her trust in God that she has navigated that has led to this moment or to these moments right um and God shows up and shows out for her all the time and I think it's because there's a level of obedience that he has God has asked her for hard things and she says yes to him every time right um or most times and and as I've been on that journey, just watching, not even being necessarily directly involved or, or anything like that, but just watching her obedience to God has changed the the game for me. Like even recently or in, in our, like the last two years, when God asks me for hard things, I'm literally like, God, give me the kind of faith that you gave my bestie because I need it right now because I need to be able to obey you and to trust you. And so watching her has pulled me into a new level of faith and obedience to God that I didn't have prior to that. Um, and I gave the example of Sunday, even um, even um, with like my mentor, one of the things that I've realized is that he said something one time to me that pain can become power for purpose right he said it to me but it it wasn't just what he said that made me think oh that not every not God uses everything he does not waste any of our experiences and so even pain can be fuel and power not necessarily not necessarily to perpetuate a life of pain but can become power for the purpose that God designed you for right and so when he said that to me, it wasn't just what he said that kind of changed the game alone. It was the fact that I had seen him live this out, right? So he had gone through things or he would share with me those experiences and how that became power for purpose, right? And so I think that even that, like now I look at my experiences and I'm like, how can this pain be converted to power for purpose rather than just being a trauma point or a trigger point um in my, from my past right and so it's made me build completely different perspectives in things that I've experienced or maybe experiencing at any given point in time it has built a, a level of faith in me that knows that God will not waste this it will be for my good and his glory right and so these are just some examples from people in my life and from even things that I've experienced this week um that have really changed the dynamic of my faith just by watching I've caught a new level of faith by revelation that has been shared by just watching people that I love or people that are ministering share what God has given them to share or the life of faith that they have been walking and living in right and so it's really important we spoke about this in the episode on building a community of faith but measuring fruit looking for fruit looking at fruit and watching these things and developing new faith by who is around you and again this question creeps up who is around you who are you watching who are you looking at who are you listening to um, when it comes to faith and when it comes to that level of faith whose fruit are you are you measuring the fruit of those you are around what do their lives of faith represent what do their lives of faith communicate to you what do their walks of faith 
um, do for your faith? Because one of the things that I realized as well is that when I have conversations with certain people, my faith dwindles. Now, this isn't necessarily because of anything, but it's the language. And we spoke about this in, um, in the faith talk episode, but sometimes it's the language with which people approach um, approach the things of faith that can sometimes unconsciously you begin to allow a lessening or a regression in your faith or a decline in your faith by language that you adopt by who's around you right so it's very important that we do the work to make sure that as I am developing in faith I am keeping people around me in my community of faith that are pulling my faith into a new level or as Apostle Paul said about the psalmist who wrote the scripture I am in this new level of faith because of what they've what their level of faith has imparted to me right so Apostle Paul was saying as the script as the scripture says or as the psalmist said I believe so I speak right so who can you say that for right because of their spirit of faith because of that kind of faith I can say this or I have the same spirit of faith that rested upon this person um now and I can I am equipped in my faith to do this because of their their walk right this is what I aim for when we talk about um faith and we talk about various different things in this episode that because um I am doing the work and partnering with God to engage in my development and my maturity and my faith walk that someone will be able to walk away from this podcast saying okay right I can do I can do this or I am now uh, I have caught this from this because of what I've seen in this podcast that is really the reward and not so that I can take the glory but so that what God has shared with me to share is being shared right that is the reward that this is getting out to you all um, and so yeah who are you watching who is around you because faith can be caught whether it's declining faith or whether it's accelerating faith faith can be caught right um, and so we'll move straight on into principle number three um walk in faith by the spirit of faith and what I mean by that is don't aim to do this faith journey in the flesh it's so much harder it is so much harder Romans 117 uh, the latter parts of the just shall live by faith right so I think it's important and I think I said this when I said in principle number one to pray for the spirit of uh faith but we're doing a full circle moment you cannot walk in faith by a, a, a carnal spirit or a carnal mind you have to walk in faith by the spirit of faith and I think that when we're talking about living a life of faith and when we're talking about uh growing in faith and and all of these kind of things I think one of the things that we don't realize is that we have to have the spirit of faith to do any of the things that we've spoken about in our previous what 16 episodes in any of those episodes, anything that we're sharing in there, we don't do by our human spirit. We do it by the spirit of faith. And so it's really important that we develop and we grow in our faith because from that comes the things that we are looking to walk in and to live out of. Um, I also say that because I think sometimes as well, when it comes to our identity, we can when certain things happen we act we want to attribute that to our identity right and 
we want to stroke our own egos and we want to say, yeah, I did this or I did that. And I think what the spirit of faith causes us to do is not only rely on and to be fully led by God, but it's to give God the glory of he is God and we are not, right? And I think sometimes that that can be really hard work to do. And we don't recognize that that may be the root of why we're struggling to walk from a spirit of faith. But a lot of the times, like even um, more recently, um, I was... I think I was, so I'm bulking, right? My fitness journey has been all over the place the last like four to five years, but I've been bulking it since the start of 2022, right? Um, and as I began to like um, bulk and things like that, literally as I was preparing for this week's episode, God began to speak to me and say, I'm healing you from your food story. Now we talk about money story. We talk about relationship stories. We talk about all of the things that impact where we are now in those different areas of our lives. But so much of my food story, my weight, different things like that had impacted um, my identity and the way I saw myself physically. And they had fed into a lot of insecurities that were built off of that, right? Um, and as God began to speak about healing my food story, I was proud of me for committing and bulking for the for the beginning from the beginning of this year and staying committed and becoming disciplined. I was so proud of me because in my mind, anybody got time for like God isn't sitting up there thinking about you, your weight and your food journey and your identity and your in, insecurities about your body. Right. The thing is, you, I know these things aren't true, but at the time. I believed it for whatever reason so I'm like oh, I'm really proud of myself and then God hits me with a ton of bricks like I'm healing your food story and I'm like first of all you're not going to take this one from me I've done a lot of work this is the way I talk to God by the way honestly I have the fear of the Lord I promise <laughs> but um this is the way that I like I was basically like to God but like yeah no I've done a lot of work and I didn't realize that I was doing tug of war with God on a part of my journey right the fact that I am able to be where I am at when it comes to food is because of God healing my food story God healing um, certain uh, childhood traumas that had fed into me not being able to put on weight or me not putting on weight or me not eating the way I should have been eating from when I was a child right and so I had to stop doing tug of war when God was saying, I'm the one in charge of this process. I'm the one in charge of this journey. I am the one that is healing your food story, but you are partnering with me in the pre in the physical to do the work, right? To bulk, to put on weight and to get to a healthy weight for your height, for your age, for your size, whatever the case is, right? Um, and so that became very evident to me that sometimes we are doing things because we feel like God, and even though, it's a false humility God doesn't care about this this is something shallow and carnal and that I'm doing in the flesh right but God is saying even in those things the scriptures say that if he he knows the number of hairs on your head I don't even love myself as much as God loves me right and so me in pride and in my human spirit doing a tug of war with God about something that he clearly started the work on and he is being God not quote unquote but he is being God himself concerning I am trying to take pride and and revel in the glory of 
I did this, I'm doing this, but I am partnering with a work that's already being done on the inside of me that led to the physical manifestation, right? Um, and so I think it's really important that in every area we learn to walk by faith in the spirit of faith and that we don't try to let our human carnality or flesh um, do that for us, right? Um, and so that would be my greatest out of the three. I think this encompasses all of them, right? Walk in faith by the spirit of faith. Don't try to do it in the flesh because it will profit nothing. But partner with, in the, in the physical, partner with the spirit of faith. But do not do this solely from the flesh because it will profit nothing. To be able to walk in faith is to do that by the spirit of faith and to partner with the spirit of faith in the physical so yeah that's been this week's episode um I really hope that this has encouraged you the way it encouraged me because this really blew me away when I was studying and reading for this episode and it taught me a lot and it even taught me more than these three principles but I thought these were the most important to share with you also do have a look as I tell you this is only an entry point this is the beginning always go further by yourself and go and study further be like the Bereans and go and take this what you've been taught and go and study further right um so yeah that has been this week's episode let me give you the recalibrate challenge of the week for this week's episode the recalibrate challenge of the week for this week's episode is to find an opportunity to share the gospel Find an opportunity to share your faith. And like Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4.13, because we believe, we speak. So don't let your belief be silent. Let your belief cause you to, to begin to pray for the spirit of faith, to preach the gospel unashamedly in every space or place or platform that you have. If it be social media, if it be in person on the streets, if it be through a, a conversation or through friendship or, or direct relationship with someone or any encounter where God lead you to find an opportunity to speak the gospel to preach the gospel um, that souls may be saved that would be my challenge for you this week oh and to rate review subscribe like and comment on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on um, but I hope that this blessed you because it definitely blessed me um, and keep the conversation going in the comments follow us on instagram on youtube at the recalibrate po podcast um and feel free to comment or to at us on when we post on Instagram that the um, episode is live. Make sure that you you go and comment. The, ep the um, post is live right now. Make sure that you go and comment and you share your thoughts on the episode um, and share it with someone that you know or you love. Um, it would be uh, a blessing to be able to get this out to as many people as possible. Um, but yeah, I will see you all in next week's episode. This is this is becoming a lot of fun and the things that I'm sharing with you are really genuinely changing my everyday walk in life so um get stuck in and share it with someone I love you guys and I'll see you in next week's episode bye